0: A good citizen is one who plays for others and does his part so that everyone can work and play happily together.
1: you know, I'm so proud of myself. I wrote a script and I realized it's like making the guest segment so much easier. But uh, welcome back to Napalm and Friends. And we are absolutely lucky to have an incredibly busy bee for this episode from DJing, running a vintage shop, a cosmetologist and a hardcore yogi, the one and only Sonia Martin, or otherwise known as Upright Citizen. And thank you so much for giving me a bit of your time. Oh, I'm doing
2: great. Thank you so much for having me. I love this.
1: Uh, but before we get into, I sent you some interview questions, and then it dawned on me today the name Upright Citizen, because it's like up, Upright Citizen as a DJ, you know, your vintage shop. Why that name? Oh, well,
2: <laughs> um, one is because I love punk music. Like, it's my, of my I favorite genres, although I say that about a lot of music, but really um, there's a few songs um, are, that are called Upright Citizen and it always stuck into like that, just that phrase, that word, those words always stuck to with me. And, um, and then I thought about it one time when we were thinking about coming up with a business and we wanted to come, like we needed to figure out a name and I thought, what is an Upright Citizen? That would be a cool name because everybody has like their own idea i think of who like an a good citizen would be and i think that a lot of times the people that feel outside of the ordinary um people that don't feel like they necessarily fit in could be an upright citizen it's just like in my mind that just made sense like everybody can be treated equally and loved equally and they're still like whether they're here in the u.s because we live in san Diego uh documented or undocumented whether undocumented whether you have education or not everybody has something to contribute um to this world and i wanted everyone to feel welcome to to our shop to our business and like connecting i connect everything to music so connecting the music to my ideals um just kind of went together
1: Dude, do we just become like best friends because that's the same Uh, like ideals that I have with The Shack where I'm just like, I mean, I grew up feeling like an outsider and it wasn't until like, I really came across the punk scene where I was like, oh cool, like here's this other group of outsiders who are just trying to do their best and just trying to live life. Um, I grew up in Southeast LA, you know, in Linwood. So like Compton, Watts, uh, Southgate, HP, those are my stomping grounds. So still a mix of documented, undocumented, uh, working class community. And like you said, you know, I, I couldn't agree more when you said, no matter what your background is, you have something to contribute to your community. And then speaking of contributing, you do so much, like as far as contributing to the arts in your community. Um, I mean, I guess we can start, not even start, like where would you wanna start as far as like which creative endeavors, I guess peaked your well, interest the most or how they started? Um, it all started back in 1978 when I was born.
2: (laughs) Um, so, I I don't know. I guess I could start with makeup artistry just because it's, like, what opened the doors to a lot of, like, creative endeavors. My dad was a film producer when I was little, um, and so, I think that, that he influenced me a lot in, like, wanting to, like, to be part of the visual arts. Um, I've always been enamored with fashion, especially vintage fashion. Mm -hmm. And so for me, makeup was like something that just went hand in hand with that. And I just started, um, I just really wanted to get into the makeup industry. And one of my friends when I was younger was a fashion designer. And I started doing makeup with her for her self-taught. And then it went from there. I worked a lot of makeup gigs throughout my life and I just always felt like I, it was a great way for me to express because I didn't necessarily feel like I could do, I wasn't great at painting or drawing, but I, I could do stuff on a face and that was like my kind of creative outlet. And then that led me to, and, and then I love music and I felt that I could, I could express what I was feeling with the music on like the makeup, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I started doing makeup when I, in like the late 90s, and I went to cosmetology school in the mid-2000s, and then I've been teaching makeup artistry for 10 years as well as doing makeup for, like, fashion shows. Um, fashion Week San Diego, I was like a lead makeup artist, key makeup artist for 10 years. I've done uh, magazines, mm-hmm. film, television, you name it. Oh, wow.
1: So then from mm-hmm. cosmetology, what... I mean that led you into fashion, and that also feeds into your upright citizen vintage shop. How did that shop come about? So during the time I started
2: uh, with the makeup, um, there was so I live in uh, in South San Diego, and when I was a teenager, I would pass by, I would go there, um, I would it was like the coolest place because they had the it was the first place in San Diego where you could buy Docs Dr. Martin boots, you know. Mm -hmm. And they had band t-shirts and they had, they were just so cool. And I always thought when I was like, I was barely like middle school, high school. I would love to own a shop like that because they have music and fashion and it's so cool. And for some reason, I was always drawn to that. And um, that's where I got my first pair of docks. And so I was like, I really want to have a store here on Third Avenue one day. But I also have always been one to like really like i was always attracted to thrifting and because a lot of things at those shops were so expensive i always wanted to go to a thrift store or a vintage store and buy my clothes right that were not what everybody was wearing which is what that store would do as well And so I would cruise down Third Avenue thinking, okay, what would my name, the name of my shop be? What would I have there? And that's like, it was just an idea. And um, moving like back, like now down to like the, like 2000s, my husband's a photographer and which is how we met. We met because I was in the makeup and photography scene at school. And then he was a photographer. We met years later. Now um, we wanted to start open a photography studio. Mm -hmm. And we decided to uh, open it in downtown Chula Vista. So um, just kind of going back full circle to what I've always wanted to do. And um, I kind of lost my train of thought, but that's kind of how that whole thing started. And we started in Third
1: Avenue. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I think, I mean, you kind of touched upon something that, you know, I actually feel to my core when you said, as far as like vintage clothing, it allows a lot more for each individual to express themselves. Cause it's like what you find in a vintage shop or a thrift shop, you're not gonna find anywhere else. And these are like just amazing finds. And these are something that you can tailor, whoever's shopping, you can tailor it to your individual personality. And by all means, you know, like I will be tagging the shop in the bio to this episode, along with all your other Instagram businesses. (laughs) So people should definitely check it out because um, you're also right next to 3Punk Sales, I believe. Yes, like lit, like right next door
2: to like our greatest friends. They have uh, one of the best breweries in town, my favorite brewery in town, um, and they're pretty amazing and very supportive of our shop. And vice versa, like we always work together. So what I um, so when when we opened the the shop it was really a photography studio with a little bit of a vintage store because everybody always said oh my gosh you have an eye like I want to where do you get your clothes or can you help me or can you you know buy clothes for me and I'll buy it from you and so it all turned into me having like a little shop in a photography studio on 3rd Avenue and that's where I was going with that and um, we put those businesses together so the photography with makeup And the vintage store and then um we ended up in one area and then we ended up moving next to this brewery that you mentioned three punk ales and um we've been there now for a year we opened the store for over four years ago now and being there um has really helped our business because we vibe off of each other and we're very supportive in our community and yeah
1: no, most definitely. So whoever's listening, if you're in San Diego, by all means, go pick up a brew, go enjoy the beer, and then go shopping or vice versa, whichever, however you do your shopping. Um, I plan on visiting. I, wa- I definitely want to check it out because it's funny. Uh, it's Chris Glasses, or he's under my phone under like Chris Lentis. Uh, yeah. He's the one that told me about you. And I have been following you for a while. And I was just kind of, again, like always like with every guest segment, I always feel like a creeper where I'm like watching people from afar. Um, And he told me, it's like, hey, I have a suggestion. It's like, I think this person should be a guest. And, you know, he gave me a whole list of things that you do. And I was just kind of like, holy shit, like mind blown. Like, how are you able to manage all of these things? Because he's like, you own the shop next door uh, from the brewery. You, you know, are a cosmetologist. Like just today, you told me that you just got done teaching a class and you made space and you made time for the shack. And I was like, Thank you. Um,
2: thank you. I'm a fan. Chris actually introduced me to your show, and I was so excited um, when you asked me to be in it because I love your episodes. They're so... I love your mix of music with who you meet, and that's awesome.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm honored. I'm flattered. And, uh And then, yeah, he told me all about you, and that's how I knew. I was like, yeah, like, I want her as a guest. And I do want to say now, like, no pressure. You're always more than welcome to come back if you can. Um, And then something I noticed as I was being a creeper, you have this really great balance, tying back to when people were saying it's like you have a great eye. You have this really great balance of like very soft feminine and then matched with very masculine styles and you're able to make them mesh really well. And I know you like jokingly posted, it was a while back, it was like, I mean, I don't know what they're called, but they're like stripper heels with like duct tape to a Doc Martin, like just a joke. And I was like, but yeah, that kind of summarizes, I mean, based on what I've seen, that summarizes like your style.
2: Right. Yeah, I um, I think that growing up in the nineties, I mean, I was really grew up in the eighties. I was a teenager in the nineties. Um, I really was very attracted to like that androgynous look. Um, I, I find myself um, feeling very attracted to just like um the punk scene the you know like the docs and the just punk wear and just feeling like i feel powerful with it but i also am very into with my feminine side like you said and i i like to bring that into the shop as well and i think that everything that i do i really think about balance like what how can i balance this how could this be attractive to you know both sides of like and i'm not saying that there's just two sides i'm just saying both sides of feminine and masculine or you know in general there's i feel like there's always like a yin and a yang to to everything um that's why i started actually doing my yoga practice as well is i needed balance and it brought that to me as well
1: So glad they brought up yoga because that was actually my next question because you are this hardcore yogi i believe that you teach classes at three punk ales correct or i have
2: yes i've done i have done that so i work with a really good friend of mine um eddie who owns uh kula yoga in third avenue as well mm-hmm. and um and so i i teach at the studio right now we haven't been open for a while um, I've taught classes at Three Punk Ales for everybody that wants to be part of the yoga community or wants to learn more about yoga, but doesn't necessarily want to go to a studio yet. So, or maybe people that have been at the studio but just want to share something, a new experience. Um, I'm all about stuff like that. So, we did like a, a detox to retox uh, yoga class.
1: Too clever. And uh, those, are great. and I will also be posting to Three Punk Ales, you know, for future events and. People should definitely check it out because like you mentioned, you know, all the community there, I'm fortunate enough to have a friendship with you guys through the internet. And I can't imagine what it would be like in person where you guys are very much passionate about, you know, your individuality, but also like contributing to a community and just being authentic. And that's something that I definitely appreciate from afar. So I feel like I'm itching to go visit you guys so bad. Um,
2: You're so invited and welcome. You need to come by i think it'll be awesome um
1: i do want to say this you have so much going on you are this you know i mean saying an entrepreneur is like i don't think it's enough to describe you what was it that or what is it that keeps you going in all of these endeavors because it's so much to balance and i imagine motivation is fairly difficult
2: yeah, so, like, one thing for me is, um, like, I'm very, cre- like, I'm very creative and I feel like I always have to be doing something creative. If not, I just feel kind of lost. Um, the other thing is I like to keep myself busy, but not just busy. I want, I, I like to do things. And when I'm not active, I feel like I'm missing out on something that I could be doing. That's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I also have two kids, so I have a soon to 15 year olds and an 11 year old and i love to show them you know in a way like you can do and be who you really want to be and we need to make our own opportunities and um it's you know it's okay to be different and creative and you don't have to stick to one career or one one thing to be successful and sometimes it works out better when you work in different areas and build a community that way and so those are kind of all little things that motivate music inspires me just every day it's like it's a drive for me so um like DJing came naturally to me because um I just love music and I know the styles of music that I love I know them so well that when I started DJing and actually some of my first gigs were um that were like as an adult were at Three Punk Ales and um So music inspires me a ton. And then I would say everything that I do, I inject it with that inspiration. So like when I teach yoga, like the music inspires me to do the poses and uh, create like a balance. When I'm at the shop, you know, music is a big influence on the clothing that that we carry um when i think about makeup and i create my makeup looks it's the music that you know kind of inspires me as well and that motivates me a ton and sometimes i don't have all the energy that people think i do and i need to take a rest but i find a way and another big thing is that i i have what you know my best friend is my husband and he's such a supporter that I know that a lot of the stuff that I do, I wouldn't be able to do if it wasn't for, for him and his support. So like if I'm doing one thing, he's able to handle and help me and take care of other things so that things can happen. He's always like very supportive and he knows how I work, which is awesome. And we actually work together really well too. So okay. those are all things.
1: So it seems like community and music is really at the core of who you are. And I do want to touch upon like you DJing and you said like you initially started DJing at the brewery. How did you realize that you wanted to kind of dabble in that? I always wanted to. And the thing
2: is that I, you know, I always heard things like I come from a very conservative Catholic family. And so everybody has a career that's very specific, like teachers and doctors and, you know, um, so I like I was always under the impression that I had to do that kind of linear way of living. And as I got older, I didn't get my first tattoo until I was close to 30 and I have a ton. <laughs> um, I, I decided that and I realized that I could be myself and you know kind of get into the things that were important to me because I have to be authentic to myself in order one just because that's important right Mm -hmm. Uh, I have kids I want them to see that and then also I think that that's the best way to contribute to our to our world is through authenticity and I decided like it's okay that I'm, you know, in my 30s and I wanna try this now. Like, I just wanted to, I've always wanted to do it and I thought, oh, you know, that's not who I need to be. And then I was, one day to the next, I decided I want to play music because that's one of my favorite things. And I'm not a musician, I can't sing. I mean, I think I can sometimes, but really I can't. (laughs) So I thought the best way for me to share my passion for music is at least like creating badass like playlists that I could share with the peeps and like show like yeah, help them also have a good time and so many people connect with me and call me or text me or email me or uh, Instagram me and say like oh my gosh I love your playlist or I loved the music that you played or can you tell me the song and I connect with people that way so
1: but you said yeah. that punk is one of your favorite genres but w- when you're DJing what is your favorite uh, genre to spin?
2: It's still, it would still be punk, except that I like like, um, <laughs> like old school punk, like like English kind of like bands that when people like, I feel like when I play stuff that is punk, that's not what people necessarily want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do love new wave, like 80s stuff, uh, dark wave, that kind of thing. And rock en Espanol.
1: Yeah.
2: I love rock en Espanol and I love cumbias. So if I could even do those three genres together, which a lot of times I do, I love that.
1: And I think it's absolutely interesting or like relatable when you say people message you. It's like, oh, hey, you know, I like this song or I like this playlist. And it does create this bond because, um, like, through the shock, I've had people message me. It's like, oh, hey, I like this episode or I like this song or I didn't know this artist, you know, played this song. And it's kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, dude. It's like, again, it's like, did we just become best friends? Like, yes, we did. You have no option. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
2: Um, I love that. I feel like you get to know a lot about people with um, with the music that that you connect through, or like a good you get to know a lot about like one side of that person, you know?
1: No, definitely. I think based on people's playlists, artist preference, or genres, it's very telling because I think music is at the core of majority of people and they don't realize it because I feel like it feeds into their identity, their fashion, their everything. I wish Mm -hmm. I I could say it more eloquently, but I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words. Um, But going back to you, as far as like everything that you do, and it's something that kind of popped in my head when we were talking before I hit record. You said that, you know, you were working earlier today, you made time for me, and then afterwards, you plan on like cleaning and organizing and just, just doing so much in one day, I guess. And you said, when you get started on something, you have to keep going. Like you need to see it through. And I think that's very telling about who you are and all of these, not projects, but all these endeavors that you're taking on. Because I mean, I know there's so many other people out there that say, I want to start this, but they gas out, they stop halfway, or it just doesn't grow from an idea, but you see it through and that's just something that I kind of observed and I was like holy shit you know like here I am complaining my nap threw me off and like here you are busting your ass you know like doing so much you know taking advantage of every minute of every day
2: I mean I do I do I do, I do a lot of times like I do like I'll take a nap you know my husband Jonathan he'll take over like stuff that I didn't do or whatever but I learned something I took the class a while ago funny it was like a an artist summit and it was like a class about makeup artistry and the business of makeup but one thing that I remember really learning from that class and it made it all worthwhile is that for most of us as adults like we start a project and we like everybody I don't know at least for me it's like you start something small and you feel like you have to finish it like oh I'm reading a book and I have to finish it in this amount of time but it's okay to take little pieces of it like little by little you know every like that saying you know every journey starts with the first step so a lot of times like I'll start something and I just have to tell myself like I might not be able to finish it today I might not ever be able to get it done but I'm just gonna go for it and start it and when I'm really motivated and I'm enjoying it so much usually I'll finish it and if I'm not then it wasn't meant to be finished anyways and I stop beating myself up for stuff like that
3: oh wow
1: I'm so glad um, said, yeah, you know, I'm saying this for the listeners, right? But it's like for me, I'm not going to lie because I feel overwhelmed with all these different projects that I take on where I'm just like, what am I doing? I get, you know, I lose motivation and then some like suddenly motivation will hit me. I'm like, no, I can do it. I can pick it up and it's just off and on with a bunch of my projects. So I look at people and I look at you where I'm just like, holy shit, like I admire all the things that you've accomplished and all the things that you will accomplish because it's not easy. You know, I think it's easy for people to kind of go on the internet, swipe, and kind of see like, oh, you know, they're so great, but you, you know, thankfully that you said yes to the show because you give more of a human approach to it. You know, you kind of say it's hard, but you just take it one step at a time, which is something that I appreciate because everyone tries to give this image of, you know, like I'm this super superhero type of deal on the internet. And so I think it goes back to the authenticity
2: yeah what we see on online is not real life you know anyways and a lot of times people see like i don't post there's no need to like i really believe in like energy and like what you put out you bring to yourself and there's so much more than what we post on our instagrams and our, you know social media in general um we don't see like the back part of it you know and uh, um It's cool to be able to talk about that because people see something, they don't realize there's so much more going on. And and that's the part that most people would actually relate to and would be so much, I feel better as a society. If that was more like normalized, like we could, you know, talk about the things that do happen to get us to the... And um, result but at the same time I don't want to post or I don't want to talk about constantly like all this stuff that is a struggle because I'm doing it for like the, the end result or like you know what I want to accomplish I want to share that to motivate and inspire which are two very different things to me but you know yeah. to, to put that out there
1: No, most definitely. And again, I will be posting um, or I will be adding the links to your pages through Instagram. If there's any other websites, you know, if you can send them my way, I will be posting it in the bio so people can go and check you out and Mm -hmm. like see all the things that you've accomplished. And, you know, like you said, it's like it's also posting the real, uh, I guess, real life as well on the Internet. At least that's what I try to do with The Shack, where it's like, I'm not going to try to, you know, kind of paint this as like, oh, you know, this is like a podcast that's running like Alcien, you know like no it's it's kind of a shit show behind doors but i'm trying and that's that's all you can do and i i guess people kind of appreciate the honesty
2: for sure i love it i love that about you <laughs>
4: to be let down I know she loves the sunrise No longer sees it with her sleeping eyes and I know that when she said she's gonna try well it might not work because of other ties, and I know she usually has some other Ties and uh, I wouldn't want to break them, uh, I wouldn't want to break them, maybe she'll help me to untie this, but until then, well, I'm gonna have to lie to her. it seems to me that maybe, it pretty much always I just let it go And oftentimes we're lazy It seems to stand there in- Let it go. Out of that, new try, baby, the food of your phone.
5: my fine, living a life that I can't leave behind. There's no sense in telling me the wisdom of a fool won't set you free, but that's the way that it goes and it's what nobody knows. And every day my confusion grows, every time I see for that final moment you say the words that i can't say every time i see you falling i'll
6: find You in the end, you'll find out just who with your friend. Don't be sad, I know you will, but don't give up until true love will find you. is a promise with a catch Only if you're looking can it find you This true love is searching too But how can it recognize you unless you step out and to the light, the light Don't be sad, I know you will But don't give up and tell True love will find you in the end
1: My last question actually and i think we kind of touched a bit upon it in our conversation is what advice do you have for young artists or young entrepreneurs
2: i, I thought about that if, like, for a while because you sent me this question and i was thinking about like what do i what would i tell myself you know when when i was younger and i started off you know doing all these things and um do it just you know when when we have a project and we just know deep down inside this is something that we really want to do um just take the first step and do it because we only have one life we only have a certain amount of time in this earth and um start like you know if it's a drawing or if it's a podcast or if it's a business you know start with the first step when we started upright citizen the first thing i did was a vision board that was how I started it. I, you know, we put together pictures and ideas of what we wanted it to be. I wanted it to be a photography studio with a little vintage store. I wanted it to be uh, to be able to showcase local artists in our walls instead of them being bare, and that would support the community. We had open mic nights. I put that in my vision board. I would want to have people come in and be able to have a safe space to express themselves, all in one spot. And that's how we started it. Um, and then everything kind of came uh, fell into place. So for for young entrepreneurs and, and creatives it's um just out, like putting it sometimes we have so many ideas in our head just putting them down on a piece of paper and seeing what it looks like is great and then um not letting anything stop you like if you really really want something you just really have to give it your all
1: No, definitely. And I I couldn't agree more. And as far as like, if it feels true to you, that's all that really matters. And I realize that's a theme in a lot of um, advice that guests give on The Shack is this idea of being authentic to yourself. And we have similar backgrounds. Like I also grew up in a very strict Catholic household where I was always told it's like, you need to go to school. Like my parents wanted me to go and be a medical assistant. But I was like, this isn't what Mm -hmm. I want to do. I went to school, I actually dropped out for a bit because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I kind of, that's a whole different story what I ended up doing um, during that time. But give yourself, like for the listeners, like give yourself time to explore yourself, your needs, your wants. because like you said, it's like our time is so limited on this like tiny blue marble. It's like, it would be a shame if you gave your life to someone else
2: yeah and with that even um surrounding ourselves with with the right people building a community is so important like you know making sure that the people that are around you that you share your 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 passions with are people that are going to be supportive and not um you know crush and, crush them down or not support you like um we were talking about this and you mentioned it even now a little while ago it's like we have a really strong community that we're building here because um we all have even though we all have different goals and different areas that we want to grow in we're all really supportive with each other and it's really cool to have a friend for example like chris who i love so much because he's one of my biggest supporters and he is not a dj he's not a yogi he's not into vintage fashion although he does dress kind of like that you know like but what i mean is he doesn't have a vintage star um he loves music i love music but Um, he's in a totally different, you know, he works, he does, manages a brewery and he does all all sorts of other stuff. And I own a vintage store and I do all those sorts of other stuff, but we still support each other. Um, we're each other's biggest cheerleaders and we're just friends. Um, My husband is a photographer and he supports me when he can, he'll do pictures and be like my cheerleader and I do the same for him and his photography. Having those kinds of friends and people around you are just so important. And I think that that would be a big thing for me that I would want to share with when young with young people starting off or just anyone starting off and, and wanting to build um, like a career or, or pursue what they really want to pursue. It's like who you surround yourself means a lot.
1: I couldn't agree more. Cause it's like, I mean, kind of like summit I mean, not so eloquent, Uh, just kind of like summarize it. It's like, don't surround yourself with people who are dicks and also don't be a dick. Um, It's like, yeah, you know, find your community, but also like realize what are you kind of contributing? Like, are you, you know, being this demise? Because I've actually come across a couple of people who, I mean, like who are trying to like gatekeep, like talk shit about other artists. And I was like, no, dude, it's like. That's not what this, that's not what community is all about, you know, like, yeah, you know, we can criticize one another, but like criticize to build up
2: and. It's, yeah, like a constructive criticism directly to you, you don't talk shit about somebody behind their back and be like, you know, this person and then pretend something else or not get, you know, like, or give unsolicited advice that's just
1: not something that
2: would be beneficial. Like, it's just not. Cool.
1: No, exactly. So it's like it goes both ways. It's like find your supportive community, but you yourself also have to be supportive. Like contribute to that community. Um But yeah, yeah. like I don't have any other questions for you. Like is there any other like advice or any like final words that you wanna share with listeners? Or any future no, events? I, I, what's that? Or any future events.
2: Oh, well, one, I would like to say thank you so much for having me um, in your podcast. I'm a fan. And I think that you do something amazing when you like bring together people that from different communities, like I get to hear people from all over the place and um, love the music aspect of it, of course, that you bring that in. Um, and then for me, I just, you know, I'm just very grateful to be here and to share what I can with you know, um, like especially younger generations and um, coming um, this month, I will be actually next weekend, which I don't know when our like this podcast will be out, but on the 17th, I'll be at Three Punk Ales. So that will be fun. And then at um, on December 31st, I will be spinning at the Manhattan in Chula Vista here in San Diego. We'll be doing um, our, celebrating the New Year's with some some cool jams. So, hmm.
1: and Jenna actually is at uh, Manhattan, right? Uh, Correct. That? Okay, so uh-huh. like next on my list is like her and Chris. I need to reach out to you. Cause it's like I think they would be fantastic on the shock.
2: Um, oh, you! I was gonna say, why isn't Chris here yet? And why hasn't Jenna been on yet? They're amazing. You'll love to talk to them. They're, they have.
1: They're awesome. Again, it goes back to like me feeling like a creep online because like I'm, I'm currently located in Washington and I'm like so far away from like, you know, having grown up in LA and like that's where my roots are and like commu- my community, but now I'm like over in Washington. I'm trying to like build something around here, trying to like maybe network a bit. But I, again, like I feel like a creep just like watching from afar. So it's like... but, no, so- but like,
2: <laughs> The thing is that right now, like the way the, the world is so interesting to me, but like you can, I feel like we've gotten to a point where we can actually connect with people that don't necessarily live here, you know, like we can connect. Like right now here, I feel like we're like talking, like hanging out with each other. It's so weird. And when we see stuff in social media and posts and stuff like that, it's really cool to connect. No, it's not creeper at all. I feel like it's a way to connect nowadays, you know, a little more.
1: No, very true. I mean, that's cool. I'm super honored that you gave me a bit of your time and like with with everyone else that's been a guest and you know, everyone's like so excited and and enthusiastic to give me like a half hour to an hour of their time. I'm just kind of like me, like little old me, like you're excited. I was like, holy shit, you know, I'm honored. I mean, because I I don't know what the hell I expected, but I'm just (laughs) blown away by the results so far
2: that's rad. I'm so happy for you. And I'm glad that it's, it it looks very successful from over year, So that's rad. (laughs) Again, thank you so
3: much.